What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. And in this episode, I talked to Aiden, vocalist, guitarist of the three-piece that won the Vakken Fest in Austin, Texas, to come and take it live, Danella Drive. We were catching up with him to see where they were at, what they were doing, how they were feeling. They're prepping to get ready to go to the Viper Room in LA and California. They're, they're heading out there to represent Texas and to take a shot to go play Vakken over in Europe. And man, I could not be more excited to be a part of their journey. You know, I was a, I was a judge and for those listening man the, the judging for that show was the toughest one that i've ever done personally it was we actually held up the announcement by i think 30 to 40 minutes because myself and the other judges just could not hand like there was no clear winner like we had to go down the list okay they did this right did this man did this right this man didn't do this right and i have got to say that i mean Danella drive is just something special i mean they've been around for 10 years it's like I didn't even know they've been around that long. I've only known them as a three-piece, but they were formerly a five-piece, then a four-piece, and then, you know, they've settled on three-piece, and they just knocked it out of the park. You know, we talked about them throwing their show uh, as kind of like a, as Aiden put it, you know, just he picked a bunch of the locals that he liked, and it was literally a fundraiser slash kind of like GoFundMe to help them on their journey out to L.A., and he just said that it was, you know, like you'll hear in the episode, it was a phenomenal support. And I'm just, I mean, I'm excited. You can hear, like, I'm kind of speechless, but I was just so happy to get to talk to him. We talked about, you know, like I said, the battle that they won, how they played, and just getting out there and cutting it up and just kind of, you know, going, keeping it basic. <laughs> and he said, man, just, he's a PBS bro. And I can't, I can't wait to, to see what these guys bring uh, in the Viper Room. You know, they also have some new music coming out in June, a four-track EP, and again, we're going to try and get them back on the show. Hopefully, they head out to L.A. and just smash it and just crush it, and I get a phone call or a text the day or so after saying, hey, dude, let's line up another podcast because we're going to Europe. I'd just be like, I don't know what I would do with my phone. I'd just drop it and be like, what? So... Best of luck to those guys. Hope you enjoy the episode here. It's it's definitely one that uh, that I, I would I would highly recommend you listen to and share around to the locals and friends of, of Danella Drive or you know for fans of. And as always, shout out to Come and Take It Productions. Come and Take It Live. Head over to ComeAndTakeItProductions.com or Come and Take It Live. Check out the events calendar page. Scroll through there, see what's coming up. You know if you guys are interested in a show that you want to get on, especially if you're a band. You know, hit up Skyler, myself, Seneca, or Anthony. Uh, to, like, hey, you know, what's available, this, that, and the other. And we'll do our best to get you on the show. Um, man, man, this is a good episode. Uh, so, here we go. Danella Drive. Cross! 
What's happening, man? What's up, my dude, Aiden? How are you, bud? Doing good, man. Just uh, just working, doing my thing. <laughs> are you are you currently working? Yeah, yeah, I'm a runner. I'm a catering runner, so I'm just like driving around. <laughs> so you're really doing this interview like on the job, on the clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Getting paid to talk. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, let's. Uh, <laughs> We got a lot to talk about, man, and and such a short amount of time to do it. So let's uh let's go ahead and get right into it. First and foremost, um, just kind of give me a rundown of Danella Drive. I personally have been a fan of you guys for years now, and I've seen Danella's impact kind of come like it keeps rising and rising and rising. Anytime you guys come up to Austin to come play it, come and take it. There's always a crowd. I know that the guys love you there at Cattle. Um, just just give, for those that don't know you guys, give a quick uh, rundown of like, uh, you know, who's in the band, where you guys are from, how long you guys been around, all, 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 the, all the basic stuff. Yeah, man. Well, shoot, uh, me, me and Andrew are brothers, first of all. Um, he, uh, he's on bass. You know, uh, we, and we started this band about 10 years ago. Um, so we've man, been around for a minute now. We went through like years? a million... Yeah, man, Holy we've been around shit. for a minute. Uh, it's it's honestly like the only band I've ever been in. <laughs> that's <laughs> so hey, like, that, that's rare. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's like something more common, maybe with brother bands. You know, I know like Pantera had that too. Okay, I could see that. So it's like, yeah, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's a brother. Me, me and Andrew have been at it for a long time, and uh, and um, and you know, and I took over on vocals a few years ago. Um, and that's when we started having the most progress. Um, Landis, our new drummer, just joined uh, Donella back in October, and we already recorded a new record, and we're planning on releasing uh, a new record. Called, uh, we're calling it Kalos is the new record, and it should be out sometime in the summer. Okay, so we got a little something-something to look forward to then, huh? Yeah, man, hopefully um, if things go as planned we're, we're trying to release our first single sometime in june okay well man you'll have to you'll have to shoot it over to us and uh let us try to help you promote the ever-living daylights out of that thing for sure man i appreciate that it's awesome so have you guys always been a three-piece i know you just said that it's been you and your brother um and you just recently got a drummer uh as far as i've known it's always been a three-piece so if i if i'm if i'm mistaken please educate me yeah no we actually started out as a five-piece Okay. Um, originally before, uh, so me and Andrew, I'd say about 2011, uh, we had another guitar player, this guy Furman, who actually is the guy that named the band Donella Drive. And, uh, you know, we, we took about a year. We, we were coming out of another band called Dream and Static, which is like more like metal style. And, and um, but then, you know, Donnell, uh, as Donella Drive started, it was me, Andrew, and Furman. And uh, we've had, we've, we've just had so many different people in the band. Furman left the band, I would say about 2015. Um, we were around the time that we had our second vocalist, Gabriella. And, um, and uh, man, I don't, I, <laughs> I honestly don't even know where to start. We just, we've had so many, we've been a, we've been a five piece, we've been a four piece. And when I took over on vocals, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't really want to deal with a lot of people. yeah i feel that and and honestly the main thing is why i took over vocals too is i didn't i didn't i really didn't want to deal with another vocalist man (laughs) they're the worst i know i I know that when it comes to 
just from, you know, talking with so many bands that, I mean, it, it's a business, but also, you know, it's a family. And, you know, if you can't, if you can't click together, just like hanging out and doing this and that, then ultimately that could result in some, you know, some not so nice things down the road or just creative differences. So it sounds like you guys kind of found, you know, I guess like your groove, you know, pardon the pun. Right. Hey. <laughs> But speak, speaking of groove, I had a, uh, I put a, I put a, I put a shout out or a shout out. I put a questionnaire out there. Nathan Limper wants to know, he says, need to know where the bass gets his influence because it's amazing. And I have to say first and foremost, that that is one of the draws. I mean, the band as a whole is just an amazing outfit, but the bass, it, it, and so your brother's on bass, right? Right. That's my brother, Andrew. What, okay. So can you can you speak to that? Because can you speak to his influences? Oh yeah, we were we were there together. You know, it starts off with Flea from the Chili Peppers. Honestly, uh, it's like you know those first those first influences, the stuff that the stuff that really did it for us when we first started playing. You know, was you know got really into the Chili Peppers. I was obsessed with John Frusciante too. Um, you know, when we were kids and then we got into Faith No More, which is another big influence, really gold style from Faith No More. Very, um, very groovy, very slappy, very punchy bass. Um, and, um, trying to think who else. I know he loves Metallica, which is one of his favorite, but he, he loves Cliff Burton and he loves Jason. You said, um, those are big, huge influences growing up too. Um, so it's probably, it, it's just the metal that he likes. It's like, you know, oh, Let's Play Pulls another one. So, you know, all those like lead bass types, basically. Right. Um, which if I got to, you know, for me, what I, what I have to admit, like even when growing up listening to metal music, um, as much as I love heavy guitars, loud guitars, I, I always, my favorite parts are always when there's like bass and drums playing. You know, uh, like the bass, like, you know, listening to Metallica, the bass solo, like, like anesthesia. That's like what, what I always think, like gravitated towards when I was a kid. And, um, so we've always, I, I've always been a big fan of bass as well. The main reason I, I, I started playing guitar was because even when, like a long time ago, he's like, he's like, yeah, well, you know, we should start a band someday. And, uh, and, uh, you, you should play guitar though, because I already played bass, but I actually started <laughs> off on bass as well. Um, but you know, I took over on guitar cause you know, the bass job was already taken. <laughs> unfortunately. Well, yeah, it's hard, hard to, hard to argue with your brother in that aspect, especially if, you know, but man, yeah. his, his, I mean, again, all of you guys are talented, but I gotta say that bass action, the slappiness, the, the groove, it just, once you and now that you say chili peppers, I mean I can just hear that. Like I can just I can see your brother's just finger work just all over the place. Cause I remember when we were judging, I actually was judging the the battle of the bands for Vakken at in um in Austin. And I remember that was I mean, you guys came out the gate and set the bar very high. Very high. And, you, man. and man, I remember it was me and the other judges just looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? It, like, is the rest of the night going to be like this? And, <laughs> and I mean, it was just, it was the hard, I've judged three, definitely three, I think four total battles. And that was the hardest one that I've personally ever had to go through because with the bar being set so high at the onset, it's like, 
you know, and I kind of wanted to be, you know, unbiased. And I kept thinking, you know, what if I, what if Danella would have gone on fourth or what if they would have gone on last, you know, like there's always those questions that you have to kind of keep in the back of your head as a judge. But I mean, toxic priest, dude, uh, uh, psychopath who I'm going to talk to, uh, this Sunday, um, trench rat, dude, trench rat threw me for a fucking loop. I got to get those guys yeah. on here, but yeah, they were awesome. But I mean, what was your, uh, what was your feeling in, in, in after your guys' set? Because it was, what'd you guys play? Uh, it was a 15 minute set, right? Yeah, it was a 15 minute set. Um, we, we felt pretty good. Um, it actually felt, um, easier than the San Antonio contest, if I'm being honest. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> the San Antonio, the San Antonio contest. Like, if I'm being honest with you, when we were when the Vakin thing, uh, when we got the invitation, that was like I think like uh, last August, I want to say, or October, and yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. Really th- yeah, I didn't really think much of it. If I'm being honest with you, I was like, oh, okay, some battle of the bands things. We did a battle of the bands like. Uh, when we like first started the band, uh, and like uh, I don't know, I thought it was kind of BS at the time, so I was like, ah, whatever. Like we'll go. I just saw it as another show, but when we were there, actually at the battle in San Antonio at the Rock Box, there's so many people there, and and um, you know when we when we went on, it was funny because like there there were some little mistakes made simply because of nerves. Right, <laughs> right, as but, always. But, but, yeah, right. But the Austin one, we were just like, oh, well, whatever. Just like any other show. We like we, we talked about it. We were just overthinking it. Like, let's just do what we always do. And then we just did what we always did at the Austin one. And afterwards, we are like, all right, we did our job. And uh, we'll see what happens. And, <laughs> uh, and, and it was cool. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Off, yeah, off, right. off to L.A. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and, 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 you know, I wasn't like, you know, that's the way we, we just approached it, like, we're just going to go there. We're going to, we're going to do our best and just kind of see what happens because you can't control what, you know, judges are going to look for, or you can't, you know, control what taste really. So we're just like, let's just go be a band. <laughs> let's go play another show. Man. And, I, uh, I think that is probably one of the best ways to look at it because if you, I mean, I personally am an overthinker. I right. have a task, whatever the task is, And, you know, from being a mechanic for so long, there's, you know, there's a process to things, you know, you, you know, this part's broke. Okay. These things are involved in that part working, you know, and it's broke. How do I fix it? And okay. X, Y, you know, and so I think, you know, same with the band, you know, you guys jam, you guys practice, you guys play for fun. And then when it comes time to do a battle, you know, do you think that weighs on some bands and and they have like technical difficulties or they might just kind of be in their own heads i definitely think that's a a, a thing man honestly i think a, a lot of musicians tend to be overthinkers and and they forget uh that me, being music should just be fun ultimately yes <laughs> you know when you, when you get when you get in your own head of like oh well you know i'm doing this contest or i'm doing this to get cloud or be famous like you, you really lose the point and then that's when all the, the um, I feel like all the disappointments come in. Um, I feel like even for for myself, about being honest, like the most progress that we've made has probably been like the last two years when I, you know, when I kind of like felt like, uh, you know, I don't really care about like, like the cloud or 
this or that because it just feels like chasing a pony or chasing a dragon you know like okay um you know i feel like when you when you stop trying is when like you know whatever happens will happen you know what i mean um no i i 100 feel that and i think i honestly think that's why you guys did so good because i'm i'm a huge fan of stage presence so Watch, oh, yeah. watching you guys and I've I've never seen a show that you guys have played that I wasn't you know satisfied with um it, oh, it, it, yeah dude you you're like stage presence for me because the crowd the crowd even if you're playing to 10 people you know 10 100 a thousand you know if if the band isn't having fun then I don't think the fans are gonna have fun and you guys got up there and just absolutely looked like you guys were at a house party if I had to be honest <laughs> Yeah, man, that's that's honestly the way I treat it. Like my favorite, you know, the the best shows are the ones that you you have to. You, you, yeah, it's exactly how you say it. It's like a, that's my philosophy. It's like you treat it like a party almost. You know, like uh, just go up there and have fun. You know, get the people into it. If you know, if you if you feel it, they'll feel it. And and um, and yeah, man, it, like every every show is a blast. Every show, even the ones where like where I have issues like or like or with if there, if there is technical difficulties like we've we've figured out like and we've gotten so tight that it's just like well you know we can even we can still keep the flow going even when there's issues going on and i think i think we've i really feel like we've gotten to that point of just a uh, flow effortless flow live so well i um, i can say from witnessing what you guys laid down at the at the austin show for the for vakenfest was it was a flow i mean it's like you guys you know when you guys double up on on the on the vocals it's like you guys stopped at the exact same time and then started at the exact same time as though i was watching like a post production you know in real life and it like your timing was on point i like we basically could hardly find any flaws in the entire performance i mean it was and that's why it was so hard because I mean, everyone after you guys, you know, brought their own level of this and that, but it's just like, Jesus Christ. It's like, man, the, every, like basically everyone was competing to beat you. And I mean, <laughs> there was obviously different elements, you know, everyone has their different style and different genres set and all that fun stuff. But it, it was just, God damn, it was good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I thought every fan was great. And, you know, I... I was, uh, and yeah, man, like, um, I don't know. We just had fun. There's the only way I can think about it or, or really say how, how it felt is like, yeah, let's just go have fun. That's all, that's all that was going on in our head. So being completely honest. Well, speaking of fun, I saw some, uh, fun video clips of your guys's show that you put on to help support you guys, basically like a GoFundMe in real life. Uh, you guys, right, host, right, right. you guys hosted a show in San Antonio uh, to help. You know, a por- I'm assuming a portion of the proceeds uh, went to Danella to help you guys get out to LA. Yes, yeah, just uh, you know, uh, you help us get over there because we're all musicians and you know, musicians <laughs> are very broke. Uh, a, cater- are, a catering a- catering gig ain't putting me in first class, so <laughs> not exactly, no. <laughs> And you know the economy is just so bad, you know. And, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so who? Um, yeah, but, so, so tell me more about the show. Like, what bands played? Who put it together? Um, you know, overall vibe. Because, like I said, I, I was I was looking at some some snippets of video 
and and some pictures from the show. Uh, tell me more about it. Who how, who helped you guys out? Put it on and stuff. Um, Jen Holt from Twin Productions helped us put it together. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, she, um, she's always been really good to us. We've known Jen for well since we started Don Ellis. So you know, feel like we have you know she really helped us out and uh, and I mean as far as my input with the show, I just I just I just knew what bands I liked locally. Um, and so I just, I just told Drew, I was like, I want these bands cause they're, you know, and they're like, all right. So we just put it together that way. And, uh, it was really just like, it was really for, I saw it as like, yeah, this, this is a show like really like, you know, uh, just for my own enjoyment. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Cause I, I watched all the bands that I, I love locally. So I was like, yeah, like this is, this is just fun for me. If we're going to do a fundraiser i'd like to put my some of the favorite bands you know like you know more indie style and more metal style like all over the place um and it was a really fun show man and uh and, and, it, and it turned out really well and yeah man I, it was it was so much fun last night uh yeah i don't i don't I really don't know what to say. It was really cool. <laughs> no, I I definitely I definitely can share in the throwing a show for yourself because I've you know, the podcast as an entity throws a show every year at the end of the year at come and take it as a showcase talent, you know, showcasing all the different talented artists in all the different genres just, and, and I literally get to handpick them because again, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of, uh, I don't want to call it greediness, but there is maybe self-fulfillment. Like I love these bands. Like I love these bands. I love to go see these bands. I think that they should be, you know, put on somewhat of a platform to get out to the masses and, you know, by bringing in a, you know, a good headliner to kind of, you know, I think, I think in, in metal, specifically metal, honestly, metal, you know, rock, that kind of, in that vein, that trickle down economics actually does work because you're buying a $20, $30 ticket to, you know, for the headliner. But because of that, you know, all of the bands share a little piece of the pie, if you will. So, right. And it, yeah. And it, it's so satisfying too, because in San Antonio, like I feel like being our, our entire fan since we started this band, it's like, we've never like really been like one thing, you know, like we've never been exclusively metal. We've never been exclusively like the, like, I guess like the, like an indie band or like, uh, or like, a um, I don't know, whatever title, you know, but it's always been like kind of like indie style or metal. And we've always kind of flown in between and we've always been like either like the, 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 the loudest, heaviest, most aggressive band, or we're like the softest band or like the weirdo weirdo band. And uh, so being that we were the, you know, that we've always been those bands and we, and all the experience and all the bands that we played with over the years, that's basically what last night was, I guess to like put, mesh the, the 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 softer bands with the heavier bands and i was like yes like that felt really good because like we love metal but we're not like exclusively metal heads like we're just music heads we listen to everything right so yeah man i don't know we love music <laughs> we're no, nerds <laughs> i i i think that's great because you know yes there are dedicated bands that are in you know metalcore and deathcore and progressive and instrumental and indie and all but you know, I think one of the cool things that I that I've seen kind of evolve over the past two or three years, especially with the COVID lockdowns, is that it gave musicians a chance to almost kind of go back to the drawing board 
and knowing that everyone was trapped inside their homes, you know, streaming was through the roof, live streams, you know, inside their houses and all this other stuff. Like you had a lot of time to like kind of sit like, hey man, let's revisit that track from, you know, 2018 or whatever and dial it up a notch. Did you guys have anything, any kind of experience like that? Or you guys just always kind of been, like you said, just kind of weaving in and out of this, that, this, that, and the other? Um, yeah, I guess more wheezing. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you, even during COVID, like we were all well, that we were recording Ozel and, um, we did a couple of live stream stuff, uh, you know, just like little things on Facebook or Instagram. And, right. um, but really a lot of that time was spent writing this, the, uh, you know, those songs on Ozel and then these, the, the songs that didn't make it that, um, that the new songs for Kalos, this new record that we're putting on, you know, um, all those ideas were being, uh, you know, were, were in the embryonic stage during that time. So, I mean, we we just kept going, you know, and if we got an opportunity to play a show, we still play the show. It's just, you know, it's what we do. It's what we love to do. So, um, yeah, we just, we just stayed busy, man. Like we, we were, we were super productive through COVID, honestly. Like we didn't stop. And, uh, you know, we, I didn't want, like, like we don't want to stop. If, if it's like the apocalypse, if this is like the end, like, I'm going to go out <laughs> doing what the fuck I want to do, you know, like, Oh man, <laughs> I was watching, oh my God. Uh, there's this show called on Netflix called mind hunters where the, when the FBI, yeah. when the FBI was starting up the, uh, behavioral science unit where they were doing like psychology and like all these old, yeah. old detectives were like, well, I don't want none of this behavioral mind bullshit we're we go on facts we can't like predict who's gonna kill somebody da 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 and they were talking to the charles manson character and i know this is sounds like it's taking a weird fucking turn but hear hear me out he you know he basically the the i guess the the through line that they were trying to get is that you know manson never killed anybody per se but you know he put it in other people's minds that you know, you're not, you know, if you're free, you're free. And then they were interviewing one of the, one of the guys that did some of the killings. And he said this, ah, man, I'm, I'm going to probably fuck this up. But basically it was to the point where he said, if you're not afraid or if like, if you think this is your last day or basically it was something like stripping away the fear and there's no repercussions for tomorrow. So kind of in that vein, like you said, you know, you just kept pushing. I'm sorry to equate your fucking music to Charles Manson, but <laughs> no, actually that makes us sound more badass. Yeah. But I appreciate it. We sound we're the most dangerous band that's come out in a long time. <laughs> so people are gonna be listening to this like Ryan, you stop, put the fucking drink down, bro, and get off Netflix, read a book or something. But uh, but no, I I think to the point. I guess the point I was trying to make is that what you're saying is you know, you guys just kept pushing and because of the lockdown and such the, you know, the kind of the fear that was put into everybody, not that that scared you to write music, but you were like, Hey, fuck it, man. I'm just, if this is it, I'm gonna put some badass music out and just keep pushing until it's over. Right. You know, and it was so like, and everybody got so, everything was just so political and, you know, so weird. And, you know, it was just like, I, it's like, dude, I, I'm not going to, I don't know what's going on. I really, I'm not going to pretend like I know what's going on. A lot of people were pretending like they knew what was going on on, you know, on both sides politically. Uh, so, I, but you know, I was just like, whatever, man. Like, I I know what I'm like good at. So I'm just like, <laughs> we're just, we're just gonna do that. 
thing. Yeah. The one thing we're like, because we're just like, we're like, we're just like cavemen and we like doing cave drawings. <laughs> we really love cave drawings. And so <sighs> we're just going to do the, I want to do my cave drawing. And if I, if I get to catch the, then you cold or whatever, then uh, and dies and whatever. I know that my last cave drawing was pretty cool. Man, I hope I hope you have. You, I hope you guys have like a two and a half minute just riff session called Caveman. <laughs> Caveman, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I did. I did that. My genealogy thing. That twenty was it twenty three. Twenty three and me. Yeah. And it was like congratulations, Aiden. You are ninety percent more Neanderthal than the average user. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's awesome!" Oh, you're like, "Yeah, I just like I just like to hit shit and set stuff on fire." Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I just yeah. I mean, when you think about guitar, like it's all very primitive. Like it's just this piece of wood um, with like these metal strings, you know, and that some nerds figured out along like you know a while back, and uh, they figured out how to make electricity go through it, and then a guy like me picks it up and was like, "Well, fuck yeah, that's cool." <laughs> I, I love how you break it down. That's perfect, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, that pe- people need to just break people because yeah, you know, like you're saying, musicians overthink and whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, you, sometimes you got to just break it down to the basics, break it down to the fundamentals. Everything uh, can be broken down and simplified. Um, it's harder to do that than it is to overthink. Overthinking's easy, personally. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> I can one hundred percent vouch that I can. I can overthink the 10 projects that I currently have on my to-do list versus just taking one, stripping away all the bullshit and just going, this is what I need to do. Like, for example, I just got into real estate um, and and I'm, I'm a fan of if someone knows how to do it or if there is a way, like, can you please show me how to do it and the steps, then I should be okay. But then I get into the classes and I look at all the PDFs and the doc, you know, the Google drives and this, that, and the other. And right. I just get, and I get, I think it's more of just an overwhelming factor because it's so brand new and real estate is just, has been off the fucking charts and there's so many people struggling. And I mean, to, to, to myself included, like if I sold my house right now, I'd cash the fuck out. But then the question goes, well, where do I go? Yeah, I'm debt free, yeah, right. but I ain't got yeah. no fucking house to live in. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm, right I'm go rent a 800-square-foot, yeah. one-bed, one-bath with my family and, and pay fucking $2,000 a month. Um, yeah. But I have, yeah, I totally, yeah. I, I have, a, I have a, my first meeting on Wednesday, and um, I, I just sat down, and I'm like, okay, I need these, pa- I need these paperwork, or th- this paperwork, this paperwork, and, and this you know, legal document, and uh, then we just need to have a conversation. Like that's, that's it. You know, I'm just here to help these people get into a property. And once I realized right. that I was like, well, shit, I can, I can do that. So it's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Overthinking is, is fucking overrated. So. <laughs> oh yeah. It's super. Yeah. And it, it's easy to do. Believe me, I do it too, man. Like I, I totally get it. You know, I just feel like the the older I get, I start, I find it more as like a, especially like for me, like I have ADD. So so, like, yeah, you know, I think we all do. Really, <laughs> yeah, I think everybody does. I think, well, especially with like cell phones and shit. But yeah. It's like, it's like uh, I really, um, I really uh, try to, you know, discipline myself and, you know, just try to make everything easy for my, try to make, to make everything easy. Like yeah. life really isn't like, 
life really isn't like that hard in all actuality uh we're just i mean ultimately just passing time until we die um <laughs> no it's true and, uh, yeah man so it's like uh it's like it's funny i was just watching a K- I watch i love watching klrn like a pbs station and man look at you look we got more in common than we thought all right pbs oh, bro yeah. hell yeah oh yeah dude i just have it on the background all the time and there's just always cool shit and um they were talking about like the life of a, of a puffer fish and oh my god puffer, yes yeah the puffer fish cool man they like draw those like mandalas in the in the sand in the ocean yep. right to try and get you know some puffer fish pussy right to try to mate <laughs> and so like yeah. drawing the cool picture drawing the cool picture is like yeah my fucking they're like to them it's like if i draw a badass picture i'll get the bang and my jeans will go on or whatever you know they're just they're just trying to draw pictures to bang. Like, wow, what a great, what a great metaphor for like how a lot of rock stars approach, right? You think about it, these guys. A lot of rock stars from the '80s are all dumb, but you know they're like they got like their little thing, you know, and they got all the chicks, they got all the drugs. So I was like, dude, we're just like pufferfish, man. Oh my God. <laughs> it's all about being a pufferfish. Hey, bro. man, it's all it's all about the pictures. Yeah, man, because. I'm sit like I'm such a nerd like I love the BBC and like David Attenborough and all of oh, the yeah. dude anything PBS or like just anything nature related like I'll be sitting here you know my my daughter she's nine she just turned nine and you know she's into uh-huh. anime and some other fun stuff I'm like hey you want to come watch this documentary about whales she's like no oh, yeah. but I'll just turn it on anyway next thing you know she's chilling right next to me and you know I mean I mean the animal kingdom is nuts but. They literally are just doing the simple things to survive. They sleep, yeah. They eat, and they kill, and they fuck. Like that's yeah, it, man. Human humans are the ones that complicated it. Yeah, humans fucked it up. <laughs> it's we're just- <laughs> it's actually pretty easy. Like we, humans were like, oh, we gotta, uh, we gotta, like, I don't know, be in a Jesus or something, and we need this or that. And it's like, oh man, just need to be a pufferfish. Really oh my god do. i'm gonna hey i wanna i'm gonna put it on i'm gonna put it on the record right now uh the atx uh-huh. metal podcast and danella drive are going to do a limited edition merch uh t-shirt that's gonna have something to do with pufferfish. i'm just Fuck gonna yes i'm all down i'm gonna yes. throw it out right now because that's that's just too simplistic of a t-shirt and if you just kind of throw some like metals metally kind of you know and that would be even even bigger to the point is like we need to have a nice picture so people will wear it you know like <laughs> right it'll be the the fish mandala yeah it's already it's already making itself man yeah uh, it's so, yeah we'll just put it out there in the metaverse and let it live hell yeah man i'm i'm all about it oh, you know i'm down bro man <laughs> well switching gears from pbs and pufferfish uh let's talk sure. let's talk about this upcoming trip you guys got going out to the viper room in la uh what have you guys been doing to prepare for that uh have you guys do you guys know like who you're competing against um yeah they, they announced the winners uh, i believe like a week or two ago um and um um, yeah, it's 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 only it's only six bands total. They'll be competing against five other bands. Oof. Um, and um, dude, honestly, like, we're just gonna approach it the same way that we've been approaching it. Like, we're just gonna go. I just think it's awesome to go to LA to go compete at the Viper Room because it's gonna there's gonna be people there and it's gonna be fun and uh, we're gonna meet new people and it's just gonna be another experience. So I'm just. 
I'm honestly just enjoying the ride, man. I'm, I'm having a blast. We're all having a blast. And even then, like, uh, like, you know, like I said, we got a new record that's coming out. So we, we have a lot of things that we want to take care of. And, um, as far as like the, the preparing, like, um, we just like, well, now it's a 25 minute set. So we just added one more song to the set that we were doing. Um, which isn't really that much different from the set that we always play. Okay. Anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just, we just, we, we revolved our set around this new 25 minute, uh, time mark. And, um, we played it the other day. We played it like twice and we're like, okay, cool. That sounds right. Let's just do that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So you're more, so more or less, you're just, you're just, again, keeping it Neanderthal and, and just doing the basics Mm -hmm. and just having fun. Right, exactly. You know, like that's it, that's all you need to do. I mean, you don't. Yeah. So um, just go out there and just uh, have another experience. See what happens. Let's just see what happens. I definitely think, and and this is one of the things that I was talking with uh, with a friend of mine because uh, I was I was chatting with him about about your band and and he's into you guys and and he hates that he missed the uh, the show and we were just talking because you know in today's world it's all about who you know, not what you know. And in an instance right. like this where you guys are going to be out there at the Viper Room in LA, this, you know, this three piece from San Antonio that just gets busy on the stage and does whatever the fuck they want to, I think first and foremost, that's just going to be one of probably the best networking gigs, you know, to even, yes, you know what I mean? Like you're going to get out yeah. there, even if you guys lose, which I hope you don't. Um, it's still someone is going to walk away from there going, you know what? I'm going to give them motherfuckers a call for like, for sure right. tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Yeah, man. And we, uh, like, uh, that's, a, that's how we're looking at it too. Win or, win or lose. Like we're, we're winning. You're still winning. There's, yeah. There's, there's, there's winning on all ends. Like, um, honestly just winning. I feel like winning the, the, off, the, the statewide competition was just like, Oh, well fuck. Yeah. We did that. Like, you know, the rest, the rest is just like the, just like uh, the cherry on top. Yeah, the icing the rest on is the just cake. A fun ride. Yeah, right. It's just, a, it's just, it's just a fun ride now. Um, and uh, um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. Just uh, we're, it'll be cool. It'll be cool no matter what happens. So, are you guys going to like? I'm assuming there's some type of itinerary. Like, are you guys getting out there one day, two day before? Like, how's that look for you guys? Yeah, we'll be, we'll be flying in on the fifth. Um, okay. getting there really early, like, well, you're leaving really early and getting there, I think still in the morning. I don't remember how long the flight is, but, uh, um, but yeah, like we are leaving, like, I, I'd want to say like six in the morning. Um, oh shit. You'll be on, there by like noon, there, noon, right, noon, right. noon Pacific time. Yeah. 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 Uh, time change. And, uh, and, um, so yeah. And then we'll, we have friends out there too. And, uh, I have, we haven't been out in LA in a long time. So, you know, we, there's things like I just, you know, just go experience it a bit, hang out. Uh, we have a friend that we're uh, over there and we're going to go rehearse at his house. Okay. Um, yeah. That was, that was another question I was going to ask is, is, was there any prep while you're there? Yes. Yeah. We're going to go over to our, to our homie's house. Uh, uh, our friend Miguel, we haven't seen him in years and he's lived over there. He's a voice actor out there. Um and uh, yeah, he 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 invited us to go and rehearse at his place, so that's that's the plan. Like, yeah, well, yeah, have the rehearsal probably on the sixth, and then on the seventh, we're just like, yeah, do the show, and then we leave the eighth. So when's the day? May sixth is the is the Viper Room day. 
No, May 7th is the, is the Viper Room Day. May 7th. All right. Got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is there anything that you guys are like, hey, while we're here, we have to do X. Uh, not like ecstasy, but like we have to do <laughs> this thing, you know? Well, I'm not opposed to X, but. <laughs> <laughs> we're not opposed to doing X and the thing, right? <laughs> hey, man, we like to have fun. I'll just say that. Just we're don't fun. just do not do X during your set. I mean, God knows how much wilder it could get, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a lot of weird faces. Oh, um, man. <laughs> But, uh, um, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, is there anything that you guys, like, you know, kind of like, you know, when in Rome, is there anything you guys are just going to do? Like, we're going to go visit this place or we're going to, you know, go do, you know, go to this one spot that, you know, we've heard about or anything like that, or just literally just go there, get link up with your homies, rehearse and just have a good time. Yeah. Well, honestly, we'll probably do some, some touristy stuff. Like I'm always, uh, I'm always down to just drive around in a strange city that I don't know. Same. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I know I know Andrew and Landis have their ideas of what they want to do, and I'll, I'll probably just tag along for stuff. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just – and then I'm also my, – my dad's going with us, too. Um, and I, I, he knows some people out there also, so we'll, we'll meet some – yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun. Oh man, I wish I could be a fly on the wall or a roadie, you know, like I I keep, I keep, (laughs) I keep telling my wife, like I'm, I'm going to go on a tour with a, you know, local or regional band one day, even if it's a Texas run, like a weekend run, I've, I've never been able to step away from, from life to go do that. And that's kind of like, that's kind of like one of my bucket list things this year. Uh, so I mean, shit. I, I I wish you guys nothing but the best out there. Uh, a quick question: Are You guys gonna play any new music for this in the at the Viper Room? Um, we have talked about it, but I think I think we'll I think we'll probably just keep the set that we're doing. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll probably just keep it. Like I we that's still that that was going around a bit. Like, well, maybe we'll have the new song because we actually. We played the new song that we're that's gonna be our our next single in June yesterday for the first time ever as kind of a as kind of like a test to see how it felt. How'd it go? Um, oh, dude, it went fucking great. It was awesome. Nice. Um, it's it's it was super tight, but it's still not like in that that autopilot state yet. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll probably we'll probably just keep our set simple more than likely. More than likely, I'll just say that. <laughs> so what's uh what's what's the What's the mu- new music look like? We uh, three, four, five songs. It's a four-song EP um, called Kalos. We recorded it with Chris Mora over at uh, Warhorse Studios. Chris Mora, he's he's done stuff for like Upon a Burning Body. Shout out Warhorse. Uh, yeah, he's yeah yeah he's he's a man. We love Chris, and you know Land because well long story short, our our old drummer. Um, he was he was leaving he, he was leaving the band as we were writing the songs uh, and um, so we were planning on going into the studio anyway we we had we had paid for studio time he dipped and uh, we went in anyway with Mora and we showed him the new songs before and he actually programmed drums to all of our songs oh there you um, go and then Landis was was jumping in and then uh, Landis. Uh, he he owns a studio in in San Antonio called Civilo Studios. That's his business. Um, one of the nicest studios I've ever been to ever. They 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 know what they're doing over there. And uh, we he recorded he re, he um he recorded his drums over there. So it was a bit of a 
collaborative effort between Warhorse Studios and Cibolo Studios. Um, you, you guys did some studio time up at uh, the Noise Factory, right, in Georgetown? Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple before COVID, yes, a couple, uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, because you guys have some uh, some live set recordings up on YouTube, uh, I believe. Yes, we do. That was still, yeah, we were still, um, you know, figuring it out at that time. Like I was still like. I go back on that sometimes those videos and I'm and I kind of wince at my vocals like I really didn't I was you know because I really didn't know what I was doing it's kind of like a lot of that was <laughs> a lot of that was motivation for I should probably get better at singing uh, <laughs> um, but yeah man we we did the we did we did that set over at uh, Noise Factory and that was that was awesome our experience with those guys was great and and um, maybe we you know maybe we'll go back there again someday yeah i mean you know our our uh partner in crime taylor anderson of titan audio titan audio yeah. and and paula atx paula. uh love right. i love that dude is man like there's a bromance there that i just i can't i can't express in words that dude is a wizard when it comes to making music sound tasty regardless if it's live I mean, all of our live music that's up on our YouTube channel, uh, the, the ATX Metal Podcast channel, that we shot from Come and Take It is, it was fed off of the board up to him, and then he mixed it live, and then after the set was done, he went back and tweaked it just a little bit to try and stay as true to the live set. But I mean, right. we, we've gotten compliment after compliment, and I just, man, you know, it, it's one of those things, like it takes a village to to put together something that that's so beautiful as music and you know just i just i just love fuck man i love i am kind of like you i'm a nerd like i just love music you know keep it simple does it bob my head does it make me move do i want to buy merch afterwards fuck yes let's you know see you at the next show kind of deal right man totally yeah no they, they know what they're doing oh, that was another beautiful studio um and uh yeah i was happy that we did that and then we actually just did another live stream over at Cibolo. Um, they just posted it on YouTube, I believe, like a couple of days ago. And and um, and uh, yeah, man, we're, we're maybe maybe planning on doing another one someday. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all been really great. Well, cool, man. Well, I won't I won't keep you any longer from your from your catering gig. <laughs> We've been rolling for almost right. an hour now. But uh, is there any? They're, uh... they're probably getting suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just lo they're looking at you outside the delivery station like okay he's been sitting there who the fuck is he on the phone with like what is happening here oh yeah let's go ahead and fire that guy no nah. <laughs> <laughs> um any yeah. any final any final shout outs uh and and where everyone can find uh the band information merch you know all the all the socials all the hashtags and ads Right, man. Yeah, Donella Drive. Uh, we're we're all we're everywhere. Um, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much any any like social media stuff. Where we've got we got all our stuff there. Uh, merchandise. You can message us, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll email. We'll uh, mail it to you if you if you if you need us to do that. Um, and uh, just um, yeah, man. I don't know. Just give a sh shout out to to Chris Mora because he's a man. Uh, shout out to everyone that's been supporting us. We've 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 uh have we we've had so many people now uh, um that have been following our journey now. Like it's 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 funny to say. I'm like, wow, we actually have a fan base now. Like, <laughs> and, you know, I, I would just want to say, like, I really appreciate our fans. Like every show we play, there's 
there's uh, familiar faces now, and uh, and um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm really looking forward to the future of the band. I re- I really do like. I, at first, I thought it was cheesy back in the day, but you know, whenever you get on stage and and you're kind of like in between songs, and it's like, you know, hey, how, uh, in a show of hands, you know, how many people have seen us? And you know, the hands go up. All right, who's new? And then you see more hands up. I'm like, I'm, I'm really more into that now. Like, damn, how many new people are here? What was their first, you know, I want to know how many new people are out, you know, checking these bands out, especially locals. Cause I mean, everyone was a local at, at one point in their life. No one just magically hacked the algorithm. Well, I take that back. Some, I take that back. Today's some bands nowadays. I yeah, think, yeah. Today's TikTok and and social media presence. You can drop a single and not have ever played one show in your life. And you've got a million True. streams. But I'm I'm definitely here to support the people out there, you know, putting in the blood, sweat and tears and, you know, just doing what, you know, you guys do. Just like you said, man, just I'm trying to paint a nice picture like a puffer fish. Right. <laughs> We're all just trying to make a puffer fish mandala. Just trying to make it, man. Well, hey, Aiden, man, I greatly appreciate your time, dude. I look forward to following the journey just like the rest of us. And I, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And uh. If you can do me a favor, man, just, you know, uh, shoot me a text. Uh, like I'm not saying like immediately after your set, but just, uh, just shoot me a text and let me know like how you felt and, and, and the way that you think it's going to go. I'll send you a D pick, bro. Woo! Does, <laughs> does that get a, all right, man. Well, take care. I wish you guys nothing but the best. Tell tell everybody I said hello and that the podcast, you've got our full support. And, you know, hopefully we get to do another one of these. And the conversation is we're going to fucking Europe, bro. Um, right. I will quit whatever job I'm doing if I could go to that. I, I will try to be a roadie for that, that experience because I've been there before. It was obviously a decade and so ago, but it, that is just, God damn, traveling. If if you have never been outside your state, this goes for anyone listening, get the fuck on a plane for a weekend. Just, you know, I know money's tight right now, but save up and just travel. And I don't care if it's fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Well, don't go there unless it's like the College yeah. World Series. But <laughs> but man, I, I, I'm pumped, man. Just having this whole conversation. I, I feel like I feel I hope you guys do really well. Hope you guys do really well. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you supporting. All right, man. uh, I I will holler at you later. And, um, oh, one final question. And this one is, uh, this one's just a podcast special. Do you think that beans belong in chili? Yes or no? Beans do belong in chili. See, that's what I, man, that's good. That gets another one. my fucking team bean all the way. All right, so it's just a it's an old running joke that we had from back in the day. Where we, I don't know why it's so controversial, but apparently people don't Sir, like my last name. My last name is Escalante. Uh, beans <laughs> <belong in> the- <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back to the heritage, man. All right. Uh, uh, all right, man. Well, take care, and uh, we'll be in touch, dude. All right, man. Hell yeah. Take care, bro. All right. Later, bud. Later, man.